welcome to TV Talk with Nigudella. I am Nigudella. How are you today? Everyone sounds like they're doing fabulous. So what we're going to do today, look at that. We hear the papers are turning already. This is episode 22 of TV Talk with Nigudella. Today, I'm just going to go over. It's going to kind of be what I would say a mosh pit per se, of um, our episode today. We're going to go over Married at First Sight, the latest one. We're also going to go over, it's going to be like a little, what they call those, uh, crossover events. Um, Love After Lockup finished, and then Life After Lockup started. So with Life After Lockup, it kind of is following, I guess, some of the people who, quote unquote, still wanted to be on TV. So we're going to talk about that. Uh, I think I'm going to start off with Married at First Sight because it's actually on my TV right now as I was going over um, some of the things. And like I said, I'm not <clears throat> not going to hit too much uh, on that. I'm going to hit some of it. Oh, I think I'm going to squeeze a little bit of, and I'm, I think I'm going to start off with squeezing off a bit of MasterChef. I've been checking it out. MasterChef kind of got on my nerves when they got rid of uh, Tay or Trey the other week. So I haven't really been covering them. Been watching. It's been pretty good. The last episode, which was two hours. Um, and what is the gentleman's name? So they had that uh, challenge where... They had to work with each other across the wall. Now, working with each other across the wall, I thought was really cool. What they had to do was they had to make the exact same dish by yelling across each other. They, they went in the pantry. They have five minutes to talk about it. Okay, let's get in there. Let's make spaghetti, spaghetti and meatballs. They had to plate it the same. They had to do everything the same. You know, they, so they're yelling across. Hey, this, and they had to get their partner. Well, uh, Gordon picked their partners, so that was one thing. So now you had the uh, several partners. Now, I know the girl with the red hair. Now, I'm going to place you on a brief hold. Okay, so I wanted to put you on hold because I wanted to go back and get the exact name of the redhead girl. Her name is Anne, and she was partnered with Joseph. Okay, that, I'm not going to say it was a train wreck, toot toot, because... The whole thing, if you watched it, spoiler alert, if you did not watch it, which was from last week, mute it, fast forward it, do what you have to do, because I'm about to spoil everything here. So they worked together, and he just from the day, from the inception of the dish, he wanted to do this dish. She was very outspoken. I give it to anybody that's outspoken. She was like, I don't want to do that. That's that. But here's where I had the little issue. She didn't want to do that. That was fine. He should have turned around and said about her dish, we got to do something else because he wasn't really comfortable with that dish. But he was just like, oh, whatever. And that oh, whatever got him sent home because she was screaming over there the whole time. And he really just didn't care. So at the end, when they were sending Joseph home, I kind of felt, oh, that was unfair because the dish was terrible. Um, he knew there were certain things. He said to strain that sauce. If you were watching, he said, strain the sauce. And she said, no. He ended up getting sent home, and I was thinking, wow, that's just, like, totally unfair. But I kind of understood what, what uh, 
Gordon was saying, like, you didn't speak up for yourself. You didn't do what you had to do. So get to stepping. So in that retrospect, I did kind of agree with him. Now, Alejandro, he was uh, paired with Sue. And I, it was so funny. He was, got mad because she didn't do something at the last minute. But she was like, hey, you didn't speak. It was all about yelling over that wall. So it, it was very good. And then so the next episode, which was the next hour, and it aired again the next night. Again, Anne messing up. Now, Anne, has, she's been in the bottom. It, it it really irks me when I see the people in the bottom two or three times, but you sent that little young girl home and then you sent Tay home. That's why I'm just like, mm, I don't even know if I want to talk about you, Master Chef. But that's what's kind of been going on. Um, and, you know, with uh, Hell's Kitchen, I was mad when they sent the little young black girl home from the other week. So I really wasn't giving them airtime either. Um, but that's getting good. And, you know, my Steve is still there. Um, I know he was in the bottom last week. I knew he wasn't going home uh, because he was good. And I know Gordon sees potential in him. So it's been really good. Those have been good. Catch up on them. So we're going to segue into Married at First Sight. So with Married at First Sight, let's see, get the little notes. I really just want to talk about this. I don't even know. Gil Mira Mila. We all know. I, I, what can you say? I've never seen anything like this before in my life where she's just complaining about everything. And I know people are like, oh, well, it's editing and this, that, and the other. Even if that's editing, she's saying those things, like I said before, and she's complaining all the time. When he had the little surprise and got them the ice cream and she was like, mm, it's too it's chocolatey. What even kind of complaint is that? So I kind of think, you know, he's, he's really trying... Um, does she like him? I don't know. She got him those chocolate chip cookies. I just think she saw the bald head and she's just over it. And if you're not attracted to someone, I get it. You know, I'm super into looks, so I do get it. But you signed up for this. I'm into looks. That's why I'm not signing up for no blindfolded show. You know what I'm saying? If you were that into it, um, you shouldn't have signed up. But then again, I hear you. These people are putting their hands their life in the hands of these uh, experts and these experts are like, well, I think we'll give that manager to uh, uh, understand and he'll balance her out. She didn't ask for nobody to balance her out. She asked for certain things. If you get somebody that's asking you for certain things, then guess what? You got that other show, put them on unmatchables. She should have been on unmatchable. I'm sorry. That's what she should have been on because there were certain things she wanted and certain things she didn't. I understand. I am the same way. I want certain things. You know what I'm saying? I want somebody that looks like Luke Cage. And I'm sticking to that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but at any case, you know, that's what you got to do. Don't don't give that balancing out. I mean, if somebody says, oh, this one's sloppy and this one's a little neater, so he can balance that out. But if you have somebody that's freaking Felix Unger, for those of us of a, a certain age, the odd couple, you can't match them up with an Oscar Madison because that's going to be a problem. All right. So as far as them, you know, she's not really even trying. So I don't want to say anything. Now, Bao and Johnny, Johnny, you know, I'm getting to like that man more and more each day. She comes up, you know, it was like, it's such a serious thing about the snoring and don't get me wrong. It might be a serious thing to her. It might be. And she said, you know, when you've been bullied, who the heck is bullying you about snoring? I, I, I've never even heard of that before. Or did some kids say, shut up, you're snoring? Like, because I can't see kids constantly 
you know, berating you about snoring because they ain't in your bedroom. So I don't understand. She took that so seriously. But then when they started talking about basic showering, so maybe you thought the kids were, people were torturing you about snoring and they were torturing you about stinking because she was saying that, uh, you know, showering wasn't that important to her. And I mean, his face was just like, what in the world? Now, when she was talking about after she comes back from the, she didn't say come back from the gym. So let me make myself clear. Got to take a swig of water. She said, after working out, I'm just, what if I'm tired and I don't feel like taking a shower? (sighs) Here's my synopsis on that. If you stood in your living room and you did some yoga or standing Pilates or something like that, then you don't have to work out. You're not sweating. You're not breaking a sweat. You're in your own house. I get it. But if you are doing something where you're sweating and you're you're drippy or you've taken a run outside or you've gone to a gym, get in the shower. This is why we are dealing with COVID now. You know what I'm saying? You take a shower. You germs are germs. You're coming home. You're sweaty. You're nasty. And you want to just get in the bed. No wonder he was like, mm, yeah, you got to wash them sheets or do what you need to do. I didn't blame him there. A lot of people were like, oh, you know, I understand when you're tired and you don't, because I, you know, like I said, I'm on these groups and it's just like, mm, you're checking off the people who you're like, don't take showers, don't take showers. But I don't care what anybody says. Ashton Kutcher, whoever, Ice T's wife talking about they don't take showers every day. If you don't want to take a shower every day and you're sitting at home in your million dollar mansion, that's fine. But when you're out there and you're sweaty and you're doing this, I'm more than sure they're taking a shower. There's no way in the world you could say that they're not. Please, people, let's be clean. And then you have Jose and Rachel. Now, you know the Internet is being really, really uh, unforgiving is the word about Jose. I guess they're saying, you know, swinging both ways. Uh, He doesn't really want a girl. me personally, I, I don't see that. I don't know why he signed up for Married at First Sight. I think he's being really cool. Um, I think every time she's mentioning getting Bismo, he's like, oh, let's wait on that. But maybe that's just the way he is. I don't, I don't see a feminality too much about him. But, you know, I'm going to keep watching. Um, do I think they're a good couple? I think they're all right. I think that... It was funny when she was saying he, she wanted to go to Switzerland and he was talking about, like, let's go to Jersey, whatever, you know. Um, yeah, they need to iron those things out. And again, see, that's, that's to me where the experts didn't make, like, that's something I could see where it's balanced out. If he's making money and he's saying, well, let's save and she really can't, you can come to a kind of a compromise. That's not too much of a big deal. So I think if they really try they'll they'll be okay brett and ryan uh, other than the manatee in the water i thought that was hilarious the first thing i was thinking of was and i'm in florida and i was thinking if i was in the water and i saw something big like that i guess i would just freeze like someone would have to actually come out and get me so god bless her um (laughs) because 
Yeah, that was a whole bloody mess with that one. I don't know what to say about their relationship. That I thought was too funny. Uh, and as far as the guy with the COVID, Zach, is that his name? I, know, I forgot the wife's name. Uh, Michaela, I think it's Zach and Michaela. We'll see as time goes on what happens with them. So that was just my little... My little synopsis about Married at First Sight. Now, uh, here go the pages are turning. Here go the pages are turning. Uh, let's start with the end. I'm not even going to get into the whole episode of Love After Lockup. But with the end of Love After Lockup, where they were saying what happened uh, to the couples. Especially the couples that like aren't returning. So I want to talk about the couples that like aren't returning. Anissa and Jeff. Oh, my goodness. That was a whole mess. Anissa, who talks like this, she was like, I'm not going out there. Because Anissa's friend and Jeff had a fight because he told a secret. Okay. And now all this stuff, you know, is for our entertainment. And thank you. We're here for it. So he tells a secret about the 18-year-old. You're bothered by that with a man you met in jail. What you should be bothered up about is nine grand off your credit card. Like, what is that about? And so they go out. They have this fight. She's like, I'm just going to stay inside. That's none of my business. Half of them out there fighting because of you. What do you mean that's none of your business? But I see why you're in the situation you are. So at the end, he ends up going back to the halfway house. Apparently, they're saying they're still waiting. If you're still waiting for somebody that came out of jail, and spent $9,000 of your money and didn't even look like he was thinking about getting a job. Not even a job looking at drones. Good luck to you. Um, then the other ones that's not coming back. Uh, Courtney and John, he went back to jail. Um, he just looked like one of those types. Of, I, I, I'm not sympathetic neither here nor there of people that go in and out of jail. I just think that if you can come out, you can try. There are people... That can turn their lives around. I don't know what was wrong with him. He just looked like uh, it could be cameras. I don't know what it was, but he ended up back in jail. Now, here's going to be something that's kind of, I was literally surprised about Rachel and Doug. How about everything the sister said? He's going to cheat on you. He's going to use you. Bam, bam. She was right. When they drove up, that sister said, I give you 60 days and you'll be back in jail. I could not believe that he was back in jail. I honestly thought, I'm not saying well, that he, he could stay out permanently. I didn't think he was going to go back so soon. Now I'm acting just as naive as them. <laughs> uh, it, it did take me by surprise a little, I, I have to honestly say. Um, I know he came out with a lot of talk about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm not going to mess this up, this, that, and the other. I just really feel sad that you, you did that, and this poor boy, again, is not going to have his dad. But kudos to you, Rachel, for picking the boy back up and keeping him with you because they did show that at the end. Now, you, my girl, are better than me. Uh, I don't want to say apples don't fall far from the tree. I hope it's not like that with that poor kid. He's been, you know, it's been rough. It's been rough. I'm looking at the part with the manatee right now on Married at First Sight. Hilarious. Um, you know, the, the kid comes from... It's, uh, I don't want to say people can't get out of there. I'm, hopefully he'll get out of his situation because the mother is not good and the dad is a uh, blah. So hopefully Rachel can turn him around. We'll see. 
we'll pray for the dude. Um, I think that, the, oh, and then the Courtney and John, oh yeah, I did say that he ended up back in jail. So now we segue to now life after lockup. Now life after lockup is taking a few of them from different seasons. So um, they didn't show Nicole and uh, Deontay this week, another idiot who I don't feel bad for. You know why I really don't feel bad for him and as far as Stan and Lisa too? Because Lisa and Nicole, they're not even pretending to be nice to these dudes. Especially the Lisa and Stan. She's just like, um, I need money to go shopping. And he's like, well, uh, he has $20. She was like, what am I going to do with that? Give me the plastic. Um, there's this word. It's called no. Apparently, she's telling you no when it comes to getting busy because you're telling your friends, oh, we're not doing that much. But she's taking your credit card. Hmm. Nobody's that lonely. There's plenty of free women out there, Stan, who didn't come out of jail who would help you out. All right. And then you have, like I just said, Deontay. She's seeing girls. She's seeing guys. She's seeing ex-boyfriends. Everybody but you. Um, but, of course, he's going to be taking her back, as we could see, because it's going to be coming on. Now, Marcelino and Brittany. I got to be honest with you with these two. I kind of fast forward every time they're on. Uh, it's something where, I, first of all, one thing I didn't understand, she, I think, said got her realt, realty license. I didn't think you'd get your realty license as a felon, but kudos to her. Um, but now she's in some kind of venture with her friends, and apparently the friend took the money, something I couldn't be bothered with. Uh, I think they, who else did they show this week? They showed Shane and Lacey. Can anyone Give me, like, what's going on with Shane? Like, what are those kind of vibes? Oh, here's a vibe. You're a baby yourself. You're 23. You got married to someone who had three, three, three kids. And now you have a baby of your own. And I guess he just doesn't feel like... Now, sure, she's acting like she wants to get busy. The cameras, that, it's, it is TV, folks. We know it. But obviously, something's coming out of it. And obviously, Shane is having some kind of issue don't know what it is these are the things that are going on especially like I said father of four at 23 now the best I saw now they have Brittany and Ray Brittany gets Ray out of prison I I don't remember how many years he was actually in was it like three or something or because Ray doesn't look like, like I said before, he doesn't look like a, like a Doug, like a hardened criminal, like he's going to go back and forth. He just looks like he's chill. Certainly, he's not doing anything underhanded because they haven't showed us. They showed us Nicole. They didn't show us Doug either, but I guess Doug was really on doing his on the down low. Um, seems to like the, the Brittany, but he doesn't like the idea of, I want to get married, I want to get married. He's trying to get himself together, and I hear you. But Brittany, why are you saying, oh, well, I got to do this. I got to. He just got out of jail. But what is the best? What is the best? The $143,000 of restitution that he owes. That was a nice blind side. He'll be paying that until he's old and gray. Now, in this first episode of Life After Lockup, Shows that he's not working, but we do know that he got a job because at the end of Love After Lockup, it did say he got a job, but they still weren't married. So 
They did show some scenes coming. You know, it looks like it's going to be some rough and tough and tumble with them. But this is a person who feels no shame or no, uh, I feel no sympathy for any of them, like I said. And now it's time for... Our blast from the past. Our blast from the past comes from 1991. It was a show called Sisters. It was a drama. It was on NBC. It lasted for six seasons. That kind of surprised me when I looked up that. I used to watch it. Now, Sisters was about, da-da, what do you think? Four sisters. But the funny thing about them was that their dad always wanted a boy. So all of them had boy nicknames. It was Teddy, Frankie, Alex, and Georgie. And I think it was Theodora, Francesca, Alexandra, and Georgina, I think, were their their names. It was good. Not really have much to say. Celia Ward was in it. Sootsy Kurtz, I forgot she was in it. I forgot Sootsy Kurtz was in it. Um, But it was a really, really good drama. You know, each week it was who was having a problem, the same old thing. But I would like to know if you know any platform where I could see sisters. And that, my friend, is today's episode of a TV Talk with Najutella. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you come back next week. Thank you to my new listeners. Thank you to my new people coming to my Facebook page and my Instagram page. Have a great day and God bless.